Welcome to the My Buddy Green podcast. I'm Jason Wachab, founder and co-CEO of My Buddy Green, and your host. Breathwork has become so much more than the simple inhale-exhale and offers a real-time tool that's far more accessible and practical than meditation. Look, I'm a meditator. I've practiced transcendental meditation, Vedic meditation, mindfulness, but the truth is it's been so hard to maintain my practice given my schedule. I also find that meditation is really hard to use in those real-time situations when you most need it. Here at Mind Body Green, we believe in the simple power of breathing to relieve stress and anxiety. Breathwork is quickly becoming the method of choice for clearing negative thoughts, balancing energy, and reducing anxiety and stress in real time. That's why we're beyond excited to announce the launch of our new breathwork class here on Mind Body Green with the amazing certified breathwork teacher, Gwen Dittmar. Gwen has worked with individuals just like you and I, to big corporations, to C-suite executives, anyone and everyone who's interested in breathwork, this class is for you. The ultimate guide to breathwork is now available. Go to mindbuddygreen.com slash breathwork, mindbuddygreen.com slash breathwork. Gwen, welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. So great to have you here at our Brooklyn headquarters. So let's start at the highest level. What is breathwork? That's a good question. And I think a lot of times when people ask me, what is breathwork? Or if I ask them, they say, oh, yeah, I've done breathwork. And I think the reason why people answer, yes, I've done breathwork is because there are different lineages. There's different forms of breathwork. Um, So what I've found is that there's what I like to call breathwork techniques, which are things that you can do on the spot while you're having a difficult conversation, while you're stuck in an elevator and it feels scary. Um, What are some other situations that people would want to have a tool in the immediate moment? And then I feel like there's also breathwork healing. And breathwork healing has a lot more to do with um, the deeper, the deeper things that are underneath of, let's say, the the fear of being in a um, an elevator or having a difficult conversation. And so those healings are probably a longer breathwork session where they can go into the energy of what's getting stuck in the body and what they're feeling in the body. But ultimately, breathwork is really working your breath to be able to access um, more of what you're feeling in your body energetically, emotionally, versus going up and into the mind. Got it. So meditation, Mm -hmm. similarities, differences? There are similarities and there's also differences. So meditation to me is more of a practice of becoming aware of the mind, becoming aware of the thoughts and learning how to create space between the thoughts and the response. So and that's wonderful, right? Like we all want to become aware of our thoughts. We all want to be able to be empowered to make choices of whether we're engaging in particular thoughts or we're letting those go if they're not helpful for us. However, I think what happens a lot of times is people get very stuck in their head. And so sometimes a meditation practice can feel discouraging or it can even feel overwhelming for certain people based on where they are in their healing journey or their self-discovery journey. So what I've found that is breath work is a little bit different because certain breath work modalities bypass the mind so that you don't have to be thinking. And I think a lot of people are looking for that. I think a lot of people are looking for that through um you know, different um, 
experiences, whether it be, you know, plant ceremonies or, um, you know, extreme sports or extreme experiences to get them actually out of their bot out of their mind and into the body. Um, and breath work does that. It really can have that experience of getting you out of the mind um, because so many people are looking for that. Yeah, what I love about breath work is it's it's real time on demand. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. meditation sometimes is not. Where if you practice, you know, Vedic or TM or Vipassana, it's very hard to turn on immediately in a stressful situation. Like the elevator is possibly stuck, or you're in a traffic jam and your kid's screaming. It's hard to like, okay, I'm going to go to that place. Right. Or you're, yeah, you're in a, you're in an argument with, uh, you know, a loved one or spouse and you've just said something that you realize you can't take back. Um, so yeah, how can you support yourself in those situations or you're sitting in a boardroom and you know, you have to be on, you know, but your mind is going. That's a lot of times where, you know, the mind is not very helpful. It keeps you out of the body. It keeps you out of the experience. And I think a lot of times, too, what breath work does is it brings you to your heart, which is where a lot of us want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times experiences, whether it be from childhood or young adulthood or even just adulthood, where we've had to learn that it's not maybe safe to be there. And so we pop up into the mind. How do I figure this out? How can I analyze this situation? What type of information can I can I collect in order to put something into a category? But really, like the heart doesn't feel categories. The heart is just, um, it's a space where we, we connect. And there's not as much mental activity when we're in true connection. I love that. So how did you come to breath work? That's a great question. So I um, was living a great life I was having a good experience and anybody from the outside I think would have said that however internally I was ready for for a next level and whatever that meant Um, I think both personally professionally and just experientially I was looking for uh, more connection to to who I was and to my purpose and one of my former coaching clients actually reached out to me and said, I've been doing something really interesting and I want to share it with you. And so I went to his class and I laid down and I did the David Elliott type of breath work, which is more of the breath work healing, um, actively breathed for about uh, somewhere from 20 to 25 minutes. And then after the class, I had this visceral, just very embodied experience of the first thing I noticed was I felt like I had just done a triathlon training day. So I was, you know, I had done marathons and triathlons and trained for an Ironman. And I felt like I had just worked out for about 12 hours and that like endorphin high and just that, that release that happens from that extreme exercise. I also felt like I got out of my head. And then I also noticed a lot of things that I didn't think were there that I thought I had maybe cleared out of my body or that I had done a lot of self-discovery work and had a new mindset and a new approach to, but I realized some of that stuff was still there and it was trapped in my body and I didn't even really know it was there. And the breath work was able to bring that up and out and clear it out of my body. Um, and that's, that's, that was my experience. I, I left that class. 
sometimes breath work can bring up emotion. Sometimes people feel just really elated. Other times people feel really peaceful, neutral, and sometimes other people, um, it can bring up either sadness or it can bring up grief, not from a perspective of really being sad, but almost um, a grieving of like, wow, I haven't really been who I've wanted to be or who I really am. And it's like almost like realizing that there has been a loss and wanting to wake up and, and live from that place now. And that was more of my experience. And I went home that night, I signed up for like all the levels of the training. And um, yeah, from from there, I just went, went every single week. I started doing it on my own after a couple of weeks. Just amazing. And it really has totally changed my life. And even though I think things look somewhat similar on the outside, it has changed the inner landscape in a way that I never thought was possible. And I had done a lot of stuff. I mean, I had been meditating for, I don't know, 20 years. I had done been doing Kundalini for maybe six years at that point. I have had a long time yoga practice, um, did a lot of extreme sports and extreme training, and um, really connected with my body and connected with a lot of other deep work. But this was something extremely powerful and I think it was because it was inside of me it wasn't like I was going to a healer that was putting their energy or doing their magic on me it was like I realized that I had this inside of myself mm-hmm. and that we all have that inside of ourselves I love that so it sounds like you were like a lot of people probably listening you know things are pretty good you know you have your your practices that you go to you eat pretty well life is good doing okay but wanted a bit more mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. breath work took you to a place which it sounds like no other practice did mm-hmm. and so what do you find with you, know, you work with a lot of clients um all very different all over the world what do you find i'm curious what do people come to you for and then what are the things that you see in their lives as a result of having mm-hmm. a breath work practice Yes, I do. You know, it is fun to work with like the CEO, you know, of eight different companies or to work with the the accountant or the lawyer or the stay-at-home mom and the creative and the the coach and the healer and to realize that they all do have a similar um desire which is to know themselves and and not really just even know themselves, but feel it in their body. And I would say that that is something that that most people start to feel when they do um, this, definitely breathwork techniques, um, but also the breathwork healing, is it starts to clear out energy that is not theirs, or energy that they've picked up that they didn't even know was inside of them, and connect with their own energy. And, um, you know, I would say it's, it's similar to maybe feeling like your spirit come back into the body or feeling yourself actually meet it or connect with it for the first time. And when people have that experience of truly knowing who they are and, and feeling, I think that's the other important thing is that they feel it in their body. Um, so a lot of times when people do the, the longer breath work, they may be vibrating or um, shaking. It seems like they're shaking, but it's more of like a vibration. They may feel like little pins and needles, like in their hands. Um, 
they just feel very activated. And, and a lot of people will say, what is this? <laughs> what is that? What's happening? And, you know, my answer is, is that's your life force. That is your prana, that is your chi, that is your ki that you're feeling. And most of the time we hear these words and we may have little moments where we feel that or little flashes, but it's really feeling that in the body and connecting to it and knowing that that's yours, that that's there and that you have access to that. And that's, that's the truth of who you are, that vibration. And then what I find for a lot of people is is that vibration, it's almost like a little thread that just starts to pull them and it's not that they have to figure it out or they have to create a plan or they have to follow a certain discipline it almost just starts to move like a wave or like just a breath a breath of air and it starts to pull them in that direction and I think that's one of the things that feels so peaceful and profound about the breath work is that 20 minutes of breathing I mean there's there's people I've worked with just one time and I've never heard from them again. And they're like, this, w- this changed my life. And I, I, f- I feel good. Like, and, I, and they go and they live and they, they live from a different place. They operate from a different place. They work from a different place. They make money from a different place. Um, they connect within relationships from a different place. And then there's other people that come back more than once. And, and their life also starts to take that, that wave. It just starts to pull. And things start to unfold without them having to force it or make it happen. I think that was something that I found, you know, I was a coach and a healer before I started doing the breath work and doing this full time. And even prior to that, I was, you know, I worked in pharmaceutical and biotech research. And, um, and I also had this other part of me that was the coach and the healer, the woo-woo that was in the closet. And... You know, I was really good at doing things. I was really good at being disciplined and and making things happen. And and what I found in my own experience and with other people is that they have they don't have to make it happen. It just starts happening because they've activated that energy of of who they really are in their body and that starts to just move through and move through their life experiences. I love that. So you mentioned coming from the pharmaceutical industry and, you know, you work in the corporate environment. You work with a lot of corporate clients, you know, and, and what I think is interesting is it's it's about performance. It's about being more productive. Uh, it's about driving business. So talk a little bit about what, what that looks like, because a lot of people think of breath work. They'll think about like, OK, woo woo, west side of L.A., women's circles. And look, there, there's a there's a part of that. But like you going into like a corporate environment where it's like, how can we justify the return on investment on, on Gwen coming in here? So talk a little bit about like how, you know, practices and techniques and, and how they're helpful in the workplace. I would say definitely techniques are helpful because there is a lot of stress. There can be a lot of pressure. Um, and also, too, when you're in a corporation and you're working for somebody else's business, oftentimes you're working for their vision. You're not working for your own personal vision. So I think a lot of times what happens is in the beginning when I started working with people, it was more I would work with the workers 
they would come to breath work and then the executives would still be working in the office and so that that was a bridge that took a little bit of time to start to encourage them to come into the breath breath work also so that we can all have the same experience that we can all be operating from that same energy and i think once that started to happen um i think it levels things out so everybody starts to realize oh even the cfo has has a desire to know who he or she really is and as the you know assistant i i have that same desire and we have that same connection so i think the the honesty and the transparency and the vulnerability is is what really creates a shift within the dynamic of like a company or a corporation um because i think a lot of times you know as a leader even when i was in that position I, I felt like I had to be a certain way or I had to put on a certain mask or I had to hold a certain um, degree of what is the of maybe a veil yeah. is that what yeah. it is um, and and what I realized was that that's what the breath work does is it goes into some of these old beliefs and old ways of operating and I think you know companies are changing maybe slowly and maybe some more quickly than others but I think we're starting to move out of this age of I'm I'm above you mm-hmm. and we're starting to move more into an age of we're all around together but I'm still the leader you know so it's mm-hmm. like I can listen to your perspective I can relate to where you are but at the same time um, I still have to make decisions for the the overall sure. direction of the company, and so yeah, I mean, I would agree that that breath work is viewed sometimes as something that's woo woo or not practical. Um, but the more doctors and lawyers and accountants and CEOs and executives that I work with, and and they start to remember who they are, and then they start to operate and lead from that place that that is where the change is you know it's almost i love working with those individuals i love working with the workers you know and and the stay-at-home moms and dads but it's like even more so those people in the in the top positions if they can really start to connect to their energy and then that that energy starts to ripple out into whoever it is that they're leading when they remember who they are and what their purpose is and how to do that on a daily basis then they're able to give other people that gift of like, oh, I see who you are. Mm-hmm. Even though you have this title of assistant or uh, producer, like I know who you are and I know your light and I know what you're supposed to be doing here. So let's find a way to make that happen while also making the goals that we have for this company or corporation happen also. So you would say in terms of you know thinking about results at work, it's about people becoming more empathetic better listeners less reactive probably a little less stressed Mm -hmm. all all good all of those things yeah because i mean you know it's if if everybody is connected to their energy and connected to others then that makes a whole different experience versus when somebody's stuck in their head stuck in their mind uh, maybe stuck in fear Mm-hmm. You know, like the opposite of fear is is love. So if we can start to come down from the mind and into the heart and then into the lower chakras, so like the center of your body near your navel, where your truth is, that's, you know, that's where 
leading if it comes from the heart and from there, then that's that's a space of I hear you, I hear what you're saying, you make a valid point, I appreciate you sharing your point, you know, and at the same time, I'm also taking into consideration, right, our board of directors sure. or um, the loan that we just took out on this next project that we need to do. And so, like, I, I need to follow that decision. Um, so, yeah, I think compassion and heart-centered listening and seeing the essence in other people is is really important. And then also being able to do that for yourself. Yeah. There are two, there are two things that came to mind as you were mentioning the executives not doing it and everyone else doing it. One was I had a, a coach I played for in college, and I always remember this. He would say, I'll never ask you guys to do anything I wouldn't do. Very and, true. And he, and he, and he, held, and he has to do, asked us to do some tough things every once in a while, but like he, he, we respected him for that, mm-hmm. and he meant it. And, and like that goes a long way. No matter what I'm telling you right now, like I would never ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. And then the other thing I would I would add is, you know, whether it's participating in a yoga class or a meditation or just like even going to a concert, there's something really powerful when you have a group of people all in tune to one thing. Mm-hmm. And like the unwellness, it's like a concert, just like going to a great concert when everyone's just in sync you know what that looks like now is everyone's got their iphone up unfortunately taking a video but like everyone doing everyone tuning in to one thing connecting to that vibration yeah that that's a pretty powerful thing doesn't matter what you subscribe to it is no and i i that's one of my philosophies for like the coaching and the healing work that i do and that's why i still do my own breath work and i get really uncomfortable and i get get into my fears is because I'm only willing to, you know, do with somebody else what I've been able to do with myself. And, and I, I really can't hold that space for somebody else if I'm not able to do it or haven't done it with myself. So let's go to like today. Mm-hmm. So someone <laughs> listening, what's something anyone can do? Doesn't mm-hmm. matter interest level, time requirement, but anyone can do right now to incorporate like into their life and and see some benefits i would say it kind of goes back to your your other question about you know more when you were talking about companies and corporations is that um you know most people are feeling some degree of anxiety some degree everybody some degree of like depression um some degree of overwhelm and stress um, I also hear a lot of like anxiety, fear, um, and then maybe on the, I don't like putting things into positive and negative, but, um, if you look at the other end of the spectrum, which would be more like love, trust, um, surrender. So there are breathwork techniques that you can do. So I would say for the ones that kind of go more onto the end of like anxiety and stress. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's real and that's practical. Um, and so what I would say is using breathwork techniques in the moment can really be supportive. So one of them would be the relaxing breath or what's also called as four, seven, eight. So you breathe in over four, you hold for seven and then exhale out of the mouth slowly over eight.
And when you do that, you can four, do that seven, eight. four, seven, eight. You just do that three times, or if you have the time to do it for a minute, do it for a minute. So inhale for four, hold, hold for, for seven, seven exhale, exhale for eight. eight. And what that does is it um, teaches the nervous system how to slow down, um, but spiritually it also teaches the, the energetic body because we take in so much in our culture. I mean, we're taking in traffic and iPhones and computers and just nonstop stimulation, podcasts and you know, no, every, podcasts are good. Guys. I know. Listen we, to this podcast. But I this love, isn't a stressful podcast. But see, I love I love podcasts and I love phones and I love text messages. I mean, without that stuff, I wouldn't be able to stay connected to my family while I'm sure. while I'm here. Like, or I wouldn't be able to learn about new things. It's just we do take in a lot so it's for us to just be aware of that it's not to make it bad or wrong but that we take in a lot so just through your breath you can start to teach your body how to take in a little bit less so over the count of four and then when you hold for seven you can also imagine um, if you know of these seven chakras or these seven energy centers in the body, you can just imagine the breath like moving up through each of them. Starting from the toes, like a going vacuum. all the way up yeah. through the head and out. Just go all the way up and out and just imagine your breath like a little vacuum just sucking out whatever doesn't serve you. And then you let that come out of your mouth, out through your exhale. And that when you double the count of the exhale from the inhale, what you're teaching the body to do is to release more than it's taking in. And a lot of us are looking to let go, like we're looking to let go of some of the anxiety, some of the stress, some of the overwhelm. Um, the 478 is also really good for bedtime. Uh, if people are having trouble going to sleep or if they're waking up in the middle of the night and they're thinking about a lot of things that didn't get done or need to get done or they have no control over, but they're just kind of in a space of being... Um, almost like addicted it's like our mind gets addicted to that so it's just starting to teach the body some more breath um, and then some of the other things that you can do is if you do need to have a difficult conversation or you are uncomfortable doing something uh, or if you're sleepy in the morning or you're sleepy in the middle of the afternoon you can do the box breathing which is what the navy seals do and it's simply just breathing in through your nose over four holding for four exhaling out of the mouth for four and then holding for four and again even just doing it three times perfect box four four yeah. four and and that can really bring a lot of focus while still allowing your nervous system and your body and your energetic energetic system to remain calm i love it so it's just inhaling i think both are similar it's inhale through the nose hold mm -hmm. exhale through the mouth mm -hmm. and then either one of them you stop the other just keeps on going keep going how frequently do you think, in terms of seeing results, what I, what I love, what personally I've seen, you do that a couple rounds, three or four times, you feel it. Totally. Yeah, you totally feel it. And it's not, do you, like, how often do you have to practice, like, to start to see, like, regular benefits, to start to see, you know, physiological benefits, like, in the, like what does that look like? And then over time, when you start to see, like, the magic, if you will, of breath The work. magic. I mean, again, I think it depends on where somebody is and what they're what they're wanting to do. So if it's somebody who just has the intention to manage what's happening in their life, it can, you know, it can help in the moment and then it can help, you know, the more you do it each day. 
then I think a lot of times there's other people that want to go for a deeper dive and they want to go for more healing. So they want, they know that they're anxious or they know that they're stressed. They know that these techniques help them in the moment, but they're also realizing, wow, something, something might be off here, right? Because anxiety and stress are not bad. It's just feedback. Everything is feedback. Everything is there to tell us, um, the weather report, you know, it's like taking the temperature. So if anxiety is there, oftentimes it means something is a little off. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it's the judgment that we put on it that makes it not so great. So it's like, oh, okay, there's some anxiety present. Do I want to just manage it in this moment? Do I want to like feel better, you know, just feel better overall? Or is there something that it's telling me that I that I want to do a deeper dive into? Right. And I think that's then when you start to move into maybe some of the breathwork healings. So um, the seven-minute breathwork healing that, that comes from like the David Elliott breathwork. And then maybe doing it a little bit deeper and a little bit longer. And then you start to get to what is underneath of that anxiety. So, I mean, I often have people come to me that have like regular anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And when we do the, the longer versions of like either the seven minutes or the 21 or 28 minutes, what they start to realize is that that, that either panic or anxiety um, has been trying to get their attention. Mm-hmm. And they have these aha moments of like, wow, I've been running away from it all this time. And what it was really asking me to do was to like stay with it and breathe through it and to be with it. And then once they have that experience of being able to breathe through it, it's not always comfortable. But that's why I say it's like it just kind of depends on what your intention is with the breath work. Is it to right. to be able to manage going into an elevator? Is it to be able to manage going on an airplane? That's one of your fears. Or do you have a deeper dive into it of like what's actually going on here? Like I've also had clients that have fears of, of elevators or taking tests or making speeches or um, going on airplanes. And one of them, you know, we did the deeper dive into the airplane because she was doing the breathwork techniques and it was helpful, but she flies a lot. And so then she realized when we did the deeper ones that there was some other stuff that had that had gotten locked up in her body, whether it was her energy, energy from childhood or energy from maybe another time and place. Um, and she was able to release that out of the body. And then you get to when you that when that energy is not being um, taken up in your space, then you have freedom. You have room for your energy to come back in. You have room for you to reconnect with all of your own energy. And so then, you know, it went from that she needed to do breathwork techniques in order to move through the flying into feeling at peace and having freedom with being able to fly. So I love that because I'm good on flying. Not so good on tight elevators. Part of it, I think, is just physical because I'm six seven and You're I don't tall. I don't like like tight spaces. Just I need room. That makes sense. Uh, but I'm sure there's probably something deeper there. At some, maybe I was locked in a closet when I was younger. I didn't know it or something. But um, so it sounds we could like do, we could do a session. Yeah, we, we we will. <laughs> now I'm, I'm lucky. You know, I'm very short on time these days with between work and and a newborn and another two-year-old. So 
I don't have time to exercise. So like my rule is like if there's any, I take the stairs like everywhere, like 10 flights. And to me, it's like, okay, I'm getting like my workout in. Like it's a great like temp, get the heart rate up. Like this is fantastic. Um, I had the same experience. I mean, that was one of the reasons why I loved breath work was because for me, breath work was, I mean, exercise was definitely a way for me to feel healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't necessarily, exercise has never been something for me to like manage what I look like. Um, Maybe that's because I was an athlete when I was a kid and I just always connected to the, the physical embodiment of it and how good it feels. But when I became a mom, you know, or when you're, you're breastfeeding or you're recovering from having a baby, you can't exercise. I couldn't train for a marathon. And so I remember feeling like I've got to find another way to release that energy out of my body. And exercise was a really great way for me to do that because I have a lot of fire. I have a lot of Pitta and Ayurvedic or however you want to call it, human design, a lot of manifestation. Um, But there's a lot. And so for me, when I found the breath work, that's why I felt like after I did it, that I had just done like a 12 hour training day. Um, So similar, it was, it's also a way for me to really release any excess energy and connect to the deeper energy. So how often do you think you need to practice to start seeing (laughs) benefits? Again, I think it depends on the person. And it depends on where they are in their healing journey or their self-discovery journey and also their soul's journey. I mean, I've worked with some people that I think there's different kinds of souls here on this planet that are inhabited in human bodies. So there's some that are super highly sensitive and empathic and intuitive and you know, what David Elliott calls, like, they have the clairs. <laughs> so they have, like, the clairvoyance. They have the clairsentience, which is you you know through feeling. Or they have the clairaudience, where they hear things. They don't see people or images, but they, they hear things. Um, and so I think there are some people that are super sensitive. And, you know, a, an overstimulated world can feel really big for mm-hmm. those people. So I think when they do the breath work, um, that tends to be the type of person that feels really drawn to the medicine and they, they want to do it often, whether it be every day or once a week or a couple times a month. Um, and then I have other clients like that I shared earlier that I see them twice a year or I see right. them once a year and they're just, they're really ready to connect to the next download or the next bit of information that they're ready to receive because mm-hmm. that can happen a lot of times too during the the longer breath work sessions possibly the early the the shorter ones too but really if people call it receiving downloads but a lot of times people say that it is literally that they feel like a light coming down or they can see information coming down but they just don't know what it is um, and then they'll email me maybe like a month later and say I just wrote like half of my book and I realized it was, it was what came through during that breath work, but it just had to assimilate inside of my body and be able to come out through my hands into the, into the computer. What I love about what you said is it's like everything we believe here at Mind Body Green, we're all unique individuals. There are some universal truths like Mm -hmm. breath work is in my opinion, in our opinion, a must have in the wellness toolkit. And I'll come back to that. But for some people, it may be once for some people, it's got to be like every day, multiple times a day, but we're all unique individuals and you got to figure out what works for you. 
I mean, I use breathwork techniques all like all day, every day. So, I mean, before I sat down to talk with you, I did a little bit of uh, co- coherent breathing. So that's where you slow down your breath to five breaths per minute. So you breathe in over five and you exhale over five. And I mean, yeah, I was a little nervous, but it was just getting reconnected to myself right. through my breath. Right. I love that. So it, going back to like I mentioned the wellness toolkit. So you mentioned weather earlier and, and the weather report and it made me think of so the artist Peter Tunney, mm-hmm. who he did the the mural for us in, in the office, Gratitude Two T's, because it's an attitude. He, he's an unbelievable guy. And he had a line from a couple of years ago, I'll never forget, and, and talking about like the state of the world and anxiety and stress. And he said, he said, if you, if you have a little kid, you 10 year old, watch the weather channel for an hour. They're, you know, sealing up the doors saying, you know, packing it up, you know, putting like the world's going to end like that. It just, and I started laughing and it, and it's sadly true. You watch the news. It's, you know, and I'm an optimist, but if, if you really like paid attention to the news and social media, it's like, oh my God, the world's ending. There's hurricanes, there's tornadoes, there's this, there's that. And, <laughs> and, and we live in a world where there's, you know, and, and again, I'm an optimist. I think this is the greatest time ever to be on the planet. But, you know, if you, <laughs> you start to really like tune in to the news and social media, very quickly that goes out the window and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. So like in a world that, you can easily be overwhelmed and become stressed and anxious. I would say, you know, I think about the wellness toolkit. I'll come back to that. You know, what's in the wellness toolkit? It's, you know, what are the universal truths? Like eating more vegetables. Everyone agrees on that. You know, getting outside. Everyone agrees (laughs) on that. Connect with nature. Some movement that feels good. You know, having some sort of spiritual practice, believing in something. And I would say breath work. Like, on-demand, real-time tool that, in my I mean, opinion, it's everyone needs. It's life. Yeah. I mean, you turn it on. That's the most amazing thing you can do. You can't do that with all the other wellness practices. It's very hard to just smack, boom. No one even notices. I mean, you probably watched both of your children take their first breath. I mean, that's yeah. when that's when that life comes into the human vehicle, and. You know, last year I was able to watch my mom take her last breath. And that was incredible as, you know, difficult as it may have been because I was really able to feel that, wow, that is, that is our connection to this human experience is, is that breath, breath of life. And so, yeah, when I can consciously or you can consciously or anyone, you know, if you're listening can consciously just pause even right now and just connect to your breath, like feel it come up and in the body and then let it exhale and come out of the body and know that you have that inside of you. It's, it's so empowering. It is. And I would agree. I, I think breath work, whether you're doing techniques or you're doing healing work is, is profound. It's efficient, it's effective, it's profound, and it's, it's inside of you. I think that's the other thing that I mm-hmm. really, really love about it is that I don't have to go see a shaman, although they are amazing and I love my shaman. I don't have to go see a Reiki healer, even though I love them and I do that. You don't have to go to Whole Foods Market. I love to Whole buy Foods. vegetables, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's literally right inside of me. I love that. So 
we have an amazing class with you. Yes. On this very topic, breathwork. So what can people expect from this incredible offering and, and who's it for? I think it's for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz we all breathe, you know, if you're if you're listening or if you're reading or if you're interested or if you're working or if you're raising a family or you're staying at home with them or you're we're going all out you we're might all, as well, all breathing might as well learn how to do it the best way <laughs> and it's so amazing i mean i work with like a lot of doctors and surgeons and veterinarians and even they are like i don't breathe i don't really know how to breathe that's something i hear often from people is like i oh, gosh i i know i'm breathing because i'm alive but i don't really pay attention to my breath i'm not conscious of my breath I don't use my breath for my own healing. And so I I feel like, you know, the 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 course and like sharing this information is going to empower people to be able to connect with something that they have right inside of themselves and be able to support them when they're fearful, when they're not trusting, when they're scared, when they're stressed out, when they're overwhelmed, when they're angry, when they're yeah. resentful. You you might as well learn how to use this thing called breath which we do uncontrollably right we, well, and when and, and when you become conscious it. of yeah, it be conscious of something and use it it's empowering yeah. yeah very very empowering to me it's like the no-brainer it's this thing we do and might as well learn how to make it work for work for us in the best way possible mm -hmm. i love it mm -hmm. well thank you so much gwen yes everyone check out the amazing class thank you